has been an awakening. Have you felt it? You're listening to the Scavenger UK podcast, part of the Galaxy of Toys Network. Welcome to episode 6 of the Scavenger UK podcast. There's not going to be a main segment this month uh, because there is actually so much news. So it will be very news and Rogue One centric. Um, I will still have the standard reviews of Star Wars Rebels Adventures and possibly the Lego magazine as well, so stay tuned. Uh, And also a really nice interview which I'll talk about more in just a moment. So here is the news. News, 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 news. I've had a great month. Um, I went to the Havering Town show uh, with my family and uh, Nick Joseph, uh, the guy who played the medal bearer in A New Hope, was actually uh, there for signing, which was quite nice to see. Uh, he was the only um, the only person there from Star Wars uh, to be signing, um, but I did have a little chat with him and I do actually have an interview lined up with him, so stay tuned for that one. Now there's a few bits of uh, news concerning Disney this month. Um, number one and the most exciting is that they've apparently just patented uh, an idea for a real lightsaber. So if you think kind of light guns, uh, photon guns as they were uh, back in the past, um, we did also have light strike guns which were um, a little while ago, a couple of years ago um, but mine are actually still going, I've got quite a few of them but basically um, it's all to do with uh, light and um, shooting light from guns and then them hitting uh, a target basically. Disney has actually developed a way of using drones so if you imagine being in a room and it's full of fog or a haze and um, you've got these drones flying about which are emitting uh, light uh, from all different directions so that you can actually see a beam of light actually come out of a stormtrooper's blaster and over to yourself and then you're holding this lightsaber, special lightsaber which would um, basically hit that light and bounce it off. Um, So this is to kind of be really interactive for uh, kids and adults obviously at the Disney parks Um, and I'm going to assume that it's going to be a kind of similar setup that the Jedi Academy is at the moment so obviously loads of kids have to line up, you sign up for it and then you come back um, during the day and a big show is put on basically. There's also uh, some news uh, regarding the Netflix live action series that's been talked about. There's actually been a petition drawn up by fans on Change.org for a Republic, uh, an old Republic era show. Uh, And as I said in the last episode, this would be absolutely amazing to see. Um, It's totally separate from the Skywalker story. but it does uh, give a lot of credence to uh, the whole Jedi versus Sith war. Uh, lightsabers in general would be amazing to see, uh, and obviously there's been some um, proper decent characters uh, born from that era, like uh, Satil and Bastila Shan, uh, not to mention Revan and also the other Sith Lords like Malgurs and uh, all of those. Um, so I mean, just thinking about it just makes me feel a bit giddy. It's uh, quite amazing stuff. Um, 
so there's so many amazing stories that could be told as well so many locations um, Lucas uh, George Lucas stated before that obviously to do a sort of series like that back way when um, was kind of out of the question because of cost and stuff like that but obviously Disney's now going to be um, a part of it um, so hopefully with their backing they'll be able to do that do also have some um, news in the books kind of area as well uh, new from DK um, comes the complete locations um, which sounds really good uh, it's popped onto amazon.co.uk as a pre-order for the 3rd of October now on the front it has a cutaway of Ray's at at home back on Jakku um, and you can be sure there's going to be obviously lots of new uh, Canon uh, info to sink our teeth into. It looks really, really nice. Um, so look out, hopefully, for a review uh, sometime in October for that one. There's also the third book in the Aftermath trilogy. Um, that's now also on Amazon for pre-order. Uh, it's called Empire's End, and it's available on the 9th of January. This is our chance to make a real difference. It's currently the 3rd of September, um, and news just keeps rolling in rolling in uh, to do with rogue one and uh, this new hashtag of go rogue by now obviously you would have seen the official trailer as well um, the international trailer was out as well and there's been um, a few more bits and pieces of information about that um, so at this point we can get a large portion of the story and kind of what's actually going on there um, and what's likely to happen obviously because of, we know the history anyway kind of um, the spoilers are also coming in uh, regarding deaths of people um, and some of their origins as well um, I can hardly believe that obviously in about three months um, we'll get another Star Wars movie it's amazing uh, amazing stuff there um, also for the film when it comes out in the cinemas um, we've had pictures of new 3d specs um, which are from a company called look 3d um, so these will be available uh, for the uh, cinemas showings of the uh, 3D shows, obviously. Um, I believe for the UK release, uh, these will again be available in Odeon cinemas. That's when they, um, that's where they were when they first came out, or that's where they were when The Force Awakens came out anyway. Um, these will be in the form of uh, the traditional white Stormtrooper. Uh, and also the Black Death Trooper. So I have tweeted these guys. Um, so do uh, follow me and have a little look on the at Scavenger UK um, Twitter feed. So uh, I'm always tweeting about all this sort of stuff anyway. So keep keep an eye on that for uh, lots of uh, cool pictures um, I have actually spoken to the company uh, that does these specs as well and they are actually sending me across some samples to review so I will be reviewing these in um, probably next month's episode so do listen out for those as well toy news um, for Rogue One is absolutely massive um, I'm sure you've already heard uh, from Toy Run with reference to a full kind of breakdown of what's actually uh, coming out so I will let them deal with that 
Um, at the time of recording myself though, um, we have previewed some uh, pictures um, which we saw of the U-Wing transport fighter, um, which looks like it comes with uh, Captain Cassian Andor. Um, it also has the nerf darts, um, and uh, it does look like a one-man fighter. Um, now this was obviously confirmed uh, this morning in fact at about um, 12 um, a.m. this is uh, or rather like 12.01 a.m. really early in the morning um, Argos actually did a special video um, with Peter the Toyologist and um, also James Burns from uh, Jedi News UK um, so check that one out on Argos's um, Facebook profile uh, they've done a really nice video and an unboxing of quite a few of the toys there um, so you've got some of the uh, quadcopters on there you've got Jin Erso's figure you've also got the U-Wing and the TIE Striker um, so you'll be able to see all of those on the on the video oh some uh, nerf blasters as well which look really good they fire the darts and they make a sound so that's really cool um, now one of the funnest things that I found um, with reference to the Rogue One um, Rogue One toys coming out um, is the new hashtag Go Rogue. Now this was actually um, brought out. I tell you what, let me throw you over into my uh, off-the-cuff recording session which I did at my work the other day, and this actually breaks down the video um, for Go Rogue. So do have a listen right now. Happy 1st of September, uh, Star Wars fans. Um, this is a Scavenger UK uh, off-the-cuff uh, recording. I'm actually doing this at my work, uh, my place of work, in uh, one of the meeting rooms. I apologise if the audio isn't up to the normal standard. Um, but I did want to bring to everyone's attention the Star Wars Go Rogue Chapter 1. Now, this is um, from Star Wars, so it's actually authorised by them. Um, this is basically a, uh, a stop-motion video that's been put together by a special team. And uh, it basically showcases all of the new uh, Rogue One um, and new toys which are actually coming up uh, on the 30th of September. Uh, some of them you will be able to pre-order from the 2nd of September and uh, they are using a hashtag of hashtag go rogue so look out for this uh, on the uh, on the Twitter sphere. Um, okay so I just wanted to do a very quick kind of breakdown of the video uh, that they've actually gone live with. Uh, it's only 2 minutes 42 seconds um, but there's a lot of new toys in there so some really cool stuff. Um, so first of all then um, we'll, we'll shoot off um, with the with the blurb that's actually given. Now it says uh, Star Wars Go Rogue, nice little logo there. Um, some of the biggest Star Wars fans in the galaxy have gone rogue. A team of rebel superfans have created an original toy-sized adventure celebrating Rogue One, a Star Wars story. What you're about to see is entirely written and produced by this interstellar team, so that confirms they don't know anything about the Rogue One film, they've only used what they've seen in the trailers so far, and obviously the toys. There's obviously loads of um, comments and uh, uh, scripture to this as well. Um, I've just got this on silent just so I can give you a, a quick rundown of what's actually uh, in there. But do take a look yourself. It is actually really, really hilarious. Okay, so the next scene. Here we go. So, chapter one. Now, straight away, we get a desert 
and Jin ISO, the uh, six inch toy, uh, appears on the desert floor. Behind her, there is the what looks like the Lego version of the U-Wing, which has been uh, advertised uh, and on various sites, with uh, one of the little men just jumping out of the cockpit. Uh, it's also got the over, sorry, the underhanging um, cockpit kind of area where you can see in the trailer that Jin Erso and the rest of the team are hanging from. Um, so yeah, nice little scene there. So the next scene, we've got a what looks like a Lego Star Destroyer, but it could be um, one of the Micro Machines ones. Um, and there you go, it then fades out to a new massive Death Star in Lego. Um, so we're getting a new Lego set there. Um, massive set this is actually with lots of figures. Looks like uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight maybe as many as 10 figures included, as well as uh, Darth Vader's uh, TIE Advanced. Next scene there, we have uh, a hangar inside the Death Star, and there's a massive big pile of Lego bricks. Um, there is what looks like maybe a play set at the top saying coming soon. You've also got in the picture the At Act uh, ACT Walker. Um, which has just been announced at uh, San Diego Comic Con as being the two hundred and thirty nine ninety nine dollars. Is it thirty nine? Two hundred thirty nine. I think it's about that much um, dollars. Uh, you've also got the Lego uh, tank that we saw in uh, the trailer as well. Uh, there's a couple of stormtroopers, a couple of. Um, uh, Lego Stormtroopers, and uh, we've also got K2SO uh, walking in the front there. Uh, also, just off the shot, is uh, a Lego ship of uh, Director Krennic's spacecraft, uh, his shuttle, uh, so that's there as well. Um, oh, and in the background, there's another K2SO as well, so it, we could be seeing the 3.75 and a 6-inch figure in this picture. Uh, there we go, we've also got uh, the one of the new 3.75 figures which were also announced. Uh, it's the uh, Imperial Ground Trooper. And just off the shot there, another K2SO. Uh, you've also got two Death Troopers and uh, right in the middle there, a rose between two thorns, we've got um, Director Krennic. Um, also looks like in the background you've got an X-Wing Star Destroyer and looks like Death Star as well, maybe, uh, micro-machine sized. Okay, so yeah, the Death Star is there. A, a clearer picture of uh, Krennic. They've blinked his eyes, so that looks really cool. Uh, in the background, there's the um, TIE Striker and also uh, the Attact, and these are the micro-machines versions, the, the vehicles. Stormtrooper comes in, looking a bit drunk. Krennic's not happy. There we go, uh, another picture of, oh, now this is uh, Director Krennic, I should, have, uh, I should have noticed that. This guy is actually the pop vinyl, um, Director Krennic, he looks pretty cool. There we go, nice picture of lots of different Stormtroopers. So uh, in the front here, you've got the uh, Lego Stormtroopers, uh, you've got the Pop Vinyl Stormtrooper, behind them you've got the 3.75 Stormtrooper, uh, 
there's what looks like maybe a six inch and then behind that a massive great big um, how big are they 12 inch uh, no bigger than that 24 inch maybe um, something along that sort of lines maybe the uh, same sort of size as the uh, 100 pound ones maybe maybe not that big um, but take a look for yourself as I say um, all of these will probably be completely reviewed by uh, my friends over on the toy run so again once you listen to me have a little listen to them as well if they haven't already done it oh one stormtrooper has fallen asleep that's quite funny now there's a there's a photo here with lots of uh, TIE fighters and uh, TIE Strikers it looks like maybe coming out of the Star Destroyer um, can't really see what what they are um, okay another version of uh, Jin Erso uh, with her shawl over the top of her uh, on Jeddah and she's just taken the shawl off and there she is in a officer's uniform Okay, so now it looks like they've got looks like more of the uh, Lego Stormtroopers. There's a guy who is in a cloak uh, just off shot. Don't know who that is at the moment. Uh, it could be uh, Cassian Andor. Um, maybe he has got a cloak with him. No, it's actually just whipped over to Cassian Andor and uh, K2SO, who is actually a little bit higher, a little bit taller, sorry, than... Um, than Cassian Andor, and uh, they are looking at the top secret files, it looks like, uh, Imperial Building Instructions, it states on there. Again, great cast by these, and I definitely want K2SO. Uh, Jawas, uh, just in uh, in the shot there as well, looks like 3.75 um, sized figures. Yep, top secret instructions. Jin Erso looking on, Cassian's about to trade up something for the uh, for the plans, there we go. Great stuff, no new figures as yet. Yeah, we know it's top secret. Oh, Jin's just grabbed it off of uh, Cassian and uh, started to run off with it. Now there was somebody else just in the shot there as well. I think that's a, that looks like a Goss Tours. Um, just off shot there, maybe uh, a new alien which is coming out and she meets up with uh, some Lego stormtroopers who, who don't seem happy with her and what have we got now, come on guys oh, they've just been blown away by Cassian bit of blaring I love that K2SO. Okay, they're all on the run, and uh, the secret plans are going from person to person. Stormtrooper, and he falls over, and K2SO grabs him, and this is actually hilarious, this part here. It's really, really funny. Little Lego Stormtrooper goes away, and then gets kicked in the head by uh, uh, Jin. And it's to be continued. There we go. Um, so yeah, some of the um, we've got the credits. Obviously, um, take a look at these uh, hilarious, hilarious uh, clip. This um, just chapter one. 
Um, it looks like on here that they're actually asking uh, you to uh, tell them your rogue story uh, at www.starwars.com forward slash go rogue. Um, so do share this, uh, this video and your own videos, of course, you can uh, obviously make up your own. Um, but yeah, it does say go rogue September 30th. So it does seem like uh, instead of a Force Friday, they're going with a go rogue 30th of September. So this has been the uh, very quick and off the cuff uh, recording session uh, at my workplace. I hope you enjoy it. I um, hope you enjoyed it rather. It gives you just a bit of insight into some of the toys which are coming up. And uh, yeah, listen out for more announcements. So I do hope you enjoyed that review um, of the news. And darn it, of course it happens, uh, because this is a monthly podcast. Um, more stuff has come out for uh, Go Rogue, obviously, and Chapter 2 has now been released as well. So um, at the same time as looking at Chapter 1, go and have a look at Chapter 2 as well. It's uh, uh, an updated version. It continues the story, and uh, it's another pretty funny one there as well. So um, yeah, go and have a little look. Toy Run has all the good stuff, all the mega details uh, with reference to all of these. Um, so I am no uh, figure guru like they are. Um, so do take a listen to their podcast uh, every Friday. Uh, they've always got some good stuff on there. And that's it for the news. <laughs> What's that? Star Wars Helmet Collection, a unique series of one to five scale replica helmets from the most iconic characters in the Star Wars universe. Each helmet is faithfully reproduced in stunning detail with its own display case and stand, along with a fascinating magazine exploring each character's story. The Star Wars Helmet Collection is at newsagents now with your first helmet, Darth Vader, for $1.99. Diagostini. This month's issues are 14 and 15. Now, for starters, issue 14 is the at uh, the ATST pilot helmet. So this is the one where Chewie and a few of the Ewoks uh, very easily um, took over the uh, the ATST in Return of the Jedi. Um, so they jumped in and they basically just threw the guys out, which was amazing. Um, so. Now the the White Storm Troopers are obviously nicknamed Bucketheads sometimes uh, in some of the uh, books and uh, comics etc. Um, but in my mind, um, these guys are actually more Bucketheads than anyone else in Star Wars uh, because these are literally a bucket, bit cut out, chucked over their head with some goggles. Okay. Um, now the helmet itself, uh, the actual uh, collectible, does look really nice. Um, it is a little bit annoying. Uh, that some of these helmets don't have soft goods um, where they really should. Um, I believe that when they were first released they actually boasted movable parts uh, and the only helmet that we've actually seen so far with movable parts um, would be the X-Wing helmet which actually had a retractable visor and to date it's actually still my favourite. Uh, and also to date uh, there's been no further movements on those. Um, Albeit soft goods uh, and any need for uh, great detail, it's still a really nice representation of the actual prop uh, with a few nice looking metallic bits and pieces uh, which are defined in the magazine, which I will talk about right now. 
The magazine um, is uh, sure to be one of the favourites um, of the others as the uh, databank details inside um, are for Dentadom, which actually include Dengar, uh, Dex's diner, and uh, Dex was one of the most underused aliens, um, I kind of thought, in the prequels in my eyes. Uh, he was a really cool looking alien, I wish they'd have used that species more. Um, I'm so glad that they actually made the species into an evil Jedi in the Clone Wars, of course though. Um, one of my favourite episodes is when Rex uh, goes up against him, it's uh, General Pong Krell. Surrender, General. You're outnumbered. <laughs> Dare to attack a Jedi. Um, so yeah, have a little look at back at that episode if you want. Excellent, excellent um, fight scenes there. Anyway, um, what else is in here? It's uh, it's the Dianoga and also Domino Squad, um, which are a really nice little band of clones there. Um, so many awesome characters and uh, stories in the Clone Wars. So uh, yeah, go back and have a little look. Um, if anyone wants to chat about the Clone Wars, just let me know. I'd love to have a little. Um, reminiscing those myself um, okay so in the middle pages uh, of this magazine as well all about the uh, ATST pilots a nice little bio and a short history uh, of their use and of course the amazing inside pages detailing all the bits and pieces um, so this is kind of probably one of my least favorite helmets as there isn't much to it as I said a little earlier um, but the magazine is good and full of some awesome info and background uh, details um, especially at the back um, where it actually includes all about the Sith and the construction of the Death Star which is uh, quite interesting especially because of Rogue One coming up as well on the back, the uh, the next issue is Commander Bakara, um, which leads me into issue 15, of course. This one, uh, surprise, surprise, is Clone Commander Bakara. Um, now, anything cloney, for some reason, I absolutely love, and this one is no exception. The underneath is blatantly the standard clone trooper. Um, but he's had some extra cheek armor applied um, from what I can tell anyway he's a lot more kind of samurai looking uh, than the standard clones because he's got that big cheek um, there's also some nice scruffing and detailing on the actual helmet uh, to signify a lot of battles um, again Star Wars has always had a really great lived-in feel uh, and it only makes it all the more realistic uh, and as I said it's portrayed on the collectible the magazine uh, has the databank of Du and Dwar, um, and has a nice lot about Count Dooku, um, Dakar as well, um, which was the new base of the uh, Resistance uh, in The Force Awakens, is also in here as well. Um, so obviously the databank has been updated to include The Force Awakens info, which is amazing, as well as Caleb Doom as well, who obviously becomes Kanan later on. Commander Bakara uh, is in fact a galactic marine, so in the middle pages um, they are there to describe the history and what part they actually played in the Star Wars universe. Um, so to remind listeners where he actually fit in in the saga and where we may have seen him was actually in episode 3 and um, him and his, uh, his little team behind him pelted, absolutely pelted, blaster bolts into poor outmatched Kiadi Mundi, uh, the cone-headed Syrian uh, Jedi Master. 
in the middle pages uh, more bios of Bukhara and also a side by side uh, or side and side on uh, diagrams of all the bits and pieces of the helmet also a nice explanation of those armoured cheeks further in the mag uh, is a nice couple of pages on the different uniforms of the clone troopers uh, the different phases and also the part they played in the downfall of the Republic at the back page it goes into details of the last scenes of Revenge of the Sith. Obviously the taking over of the Jedi Temple is there. The very back page confirms the next helmet will be the 501st helmet, which is just like a certain Captain Rex, which you may uh, know and love. Um, so I really love that helmet, it's probably one of my favourites of the clones. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that one for next month. So stay tuned. I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe. Hello there. How are you? Hello there, Nick. How are you doing? Yeah, good, mate. <laughs> so glad I got you on webcam. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, firstly, how did you get into um, playing the medal bearer on Star Wars? Um, my agent contacted me and said, uh, would I be interested in doing a little part in a cheap film? <laughs> ah. So I said, well, what is it? She said, uh, you've got to carry a medal. Carry a medal. What do I want to go and have an interview for that for? Anyway, I went there and George Lucas was there and a few other people. And they said, well, what have you done? I said, what do you mean, sci-fi stuff? He said, yeah. I said, well, I've done some Doctor Who's and uh, Blake Seven. Oh, he said, that sounds quite good. He said, um, are you interested in doing this little part? I said, well, tell me about it first before I answer your question. He said, you've just got to stand there, really, and hold this box, which has got a medal in it. And you, he said, you walk forward, and the medal's taken out and given to uh, Han Solo. I thought, well, easy as that. Okay, how many days? He said, yeah. well, you're down for four days, but it might turn into a couple of weeks. Did in the wow. end, a couple of weeks. That's all it was, really. It was a very small part, but there was nothing in the end of the movie to say who the medal bearer was. They forgot to put it in. Oh, oh dear. The other guy was a medal bearer. It's yeah. supposed to have been my understudy in the movie. Right. Because my character was a major Arhul Extrafon. <laughs> he had an understudy, which was this guy. So uh, that was how it all started. So went on to the movie. I did two weeks. This other guy did one day. And uh, wow. end of the movie, they said, well, well it's either a contract or a buyout. I said, well, how much is the buyout? And they told me, said, mm -hmm. I'll take the buyout. And <laughs> biggest mistake I have ever made in the business. Oh, you know, yeah. I would probably be a millionaire by now. <laughs> so did that mean that you couldn't get a figure done because you got the buyout? Is that how it works? Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Can you see the, the picture on my desk? Oh, on the website, yes. Yes, I did see that. I didn't know whether that was a um, a, a custom-made figure or not. Let me get it. Uh -huh. Oh, that's amazing. That's the first one that they made. So who was the guy that, that gave you that figure then? Um, the name is uh, Stephen Smith. They are a company in the States. Their company's called Kenner. Oh, right. Okay, Stephen Smith. Okay, cool. I don't know how many made. I think it was about 500. I'm not certain, but... Really? Wow. They must have gone yeah. quick, you know. Okay. I've, I've never seen any more. Yeah. Never heard of anybody else buying them. But right. the thing is, I mean, 
maybe all the people in the States bought them. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Well, I will pass on the details over to my uh, friends in the US, and I'm sure they'll be happy with that. <laughs> so, what happened during the course of those two weeks? Well, we did so many different shots, the long shots, the close-ups, and everything else. Because um, when the door, remember that when the doors opened, yeah, and the uh, main characters walk out. Well, we had to do that five times that shot. Wow! Because as they walked down, Chewie farted. <laughs> Fantastic. That was it. Everybody cracked up there. Yeah. It, wasn't, it was a real rip snorter that he done, you know. Oh, my God. There were actually that many people in the room with you. Was in, in, or? No, no, we were at Elstree. Wow. And I guess that was the whole hangar, or was it, I suppose? Yeah, the whole studio we had there. Wow. And, That's unbelievable. Uh, obviously, there weren't as many people as guards and everything else. As it looked yeah. like a movie, because you know they can they move them about in different positions and stuff. Right, but, right. Uh, I wondered. Yeah, it, That's it, it incredible. Looked, though, it did look good. Yeah, it did. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> so, are you a big fan of Star Wars then? Did that start off your your fandom well, as well then? That really um, was my second part in it, really, because I've done a ah. um, um, sci-fi stuff before. You know, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and. Mm-hmm. All that sort of stuff. Little bits and pieces I've done, you know, very small parts and stuff. But obviously, yeah. Star Wars is is giving everybody a big kick in the butt, and um, you know, that's it really. That's I, it, and it's. I've done three different doctors, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, Tom Baker, two with Peter Davison, and one with Colin Baker. I mean, I meet up with uh, Peter and Colin and Sylvester oh. very often. Bright stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm off to um, Miami mm-hmm. in January. I'm nice. doing the um, TARDIS cruise this year. Oh, nice. Next. Yeah, we uh, do two days in Miami, three days cruising around the Caribbean, and two days back in Miami. Wow, beautiful. Going back to the um, the two weeks then, uh, while you were doing your filming, um, did you get to have any kind of downtime with the leading roles? Did you get to say hi to them at least, or...? Um, I mean, with Carrie Fisher and, and Mark Hamill, mm-hmm. we all sat there at lunchtime talking different this and different that, you know. Yeah. But um, Harrison Ford used to disappear. Yeah, yeah. He, he's not that uh, sort of communicating person there at all, really. Sure, and, sure. Okay, he, he was all right. But it seemed to have, I'm the main man, you know what I mean? Really, yeah. That. That's right. Yeah, I mean, from what I've heard, he was he was just a carpenter before he did. That's right. Because um, then he did the oh, what was the first film he did for George, um, the car one. Oh God, can't remember what it was called now. Funny enough, somebody only spoke to me about this on Sunday, and I can't remember what the name was. American Graffiti. Where were you in '62? There were so many people who was. Uh, down mm. for doing that, Han Solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. heard there was. Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, I, I'm doing a movie about my character in October. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, I've got to go to right. Lincoln. There's some students there, and um, a guy called Steve okay. Healy. He's directing it, and um, it, it's it's only a sort of about 50 minutes, but um, it's just about major whole extra fun. Him and his family were captured by those Nigerian slavers. Ah, oh, okay. And Han Solo and Chewbacca um, found them and uh, got them out. Wow. That's when Major Arhul 
was named Friends with Solo and Chewie. Okay. They were friends. And that's how the character started. Right, okay. So this would be then after Return of the Jedi, obviously before, sometime before Force Awakens. Um, yeah. Is this for just a short, short film? or? Yeah, it's about 15 minutes they're going to be right, making okay. it. I've got the script here, oh, actually. Goodness, wow. <laughs> it's um, Bale. Oh, yeah, Bale Organa. Um, the Stormtroopers. Yeah, what it is, really, it, it, the opening is the uh, find that the two men are thrown into a dark and derelict cell. There's no other windows. Mm-hmm. They sit down mm-hmm. out next to each other on the floor, back to the wall. They sit in silence for a moment, water will be heard dripping, and the Stormtroopers are heard marching along the corridors. Excellent. That's the beginning of it. Yeah. We go into the dialogue after that. Wow, that's incredible. So, once it's finished, um, I think Steve might actually put it on yeah. YouTube. That's really exciting to know. Wow. Yeah, and, uh, that's an exclusive. That. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, lots of people know oh, about it anyway. Okay. When you finished um, actually filming, um, did you get to keep anything from set? No. I just put yeah. it all back. Wait for the money to come through with the next job. <laughs> and the thing is, who knew what that movie was going to no, be like? That's right. That's true. Another question I've got is a bit of a fun one, really. Um, but I, I thought you may have been asked this before, uh, but I wanted to ask you anyway. Um, so, did anyone see anything at the time of filming about Chewbacca not receiving a medal? Not at all. No. Oh, okay. But, um, since then, I have presented Chewbacca with the medals twice. That's right. I saw one of the pictures. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did it um, a couple of months back in Swindon. Oh, great. Yeah. And. I obviously had to stand up on a chair and give it to him, you know. But um, it was a laugh. We did it for a laugh, just to promote mm. a bit more of, of the crowd to come in and um, to see how Chewie got his medal. But it was so difficult to try and get it over his head. That's it, yeah. I've got, yeah. obviously, only a meant for us, you know. But we yeah. got it there again. Did they try put in the medal during the filming? Or did they just Nothing was ever um, said about it. Wow. We didn't even think about it at yeah. all. Wow, okay, you know? that's cool. But um, since then, I have actually had that medal in my hand. Mm-hmm. Two years back, I was in um, Burnley. Oh, yeah. At the big one up there. And um, George Lucas had, had uh, brought the medal over because he was in England for something. Mm-hmm. He'd brought the medal in knowing that we'd had this big convention up in Burnley. Sure. And I was gone. And I had two security officers with me all day long with this medal. Wow. Uh, and uh, he's insured it for two and a half billion dollars. Blimey! Wow. God. Well, we had three of them on the set. Yeah, yeah. One of them had legs. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> no, nobody knows where it went. Wow, that's terrible. <laughs> well, somebody's got it. That's it. Car. The third of December. It's uh, up at the. One at Hornchurch, isn't it? Ah, okay, okay. Um, oh. so have you? Oh, sorry. Romeo Corner. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, have you organised that yourself? No, no. Um, my wife works, or well, not works, but she, she helps out at a charity, which is Haver in Mind. Okay. Guy Kieran White, he's the guy who runs the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And he knew that I was in Star Wars, and, and he said to me, would you mind if I asked you a big question a favour? So I said, what's that? He said, could you help me to organise a Star Wars convention for the charity? I said, yeah, what are you going to do? He said, do you know any of the actors who come in? I said, well... Yeah, of course. How many do you want? He said, how many can you get? I said, get you 10, get you 50 if you want. Wow. 10 will be fine. 
So I said, well, look, what we'll do then, we'll go from the first one to The Force Awakens. Uh-huh. God, that's marvellous. He said, yeah, can you do that? I said, well, yeah. I said, I'll phone you in a couple of days and tell you what I've got. <laughs> that's great. You've, you've seen it on the, um, the internet now, it's up on the, on the site now. Yeah, I've seen the, um, it's the signatures, um, oh, it's, it's websites, yeah. isn't it? So you can click through to it and see where everybody and is. And it's up on Facebook as well. That's it. He's advertised yeah. it anyway. It, it's all up there. Yeah. yeah. Got a couple of the guys who were stormtroopers in uh, The Force Awakens. That's right. So, yeah. uh, there's going to be um, some of the other um, actors there. Um, yeah, we've got 10 there now. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Alan coming as well. Who's that, sorry? He was in um, Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Stephanie English. Um, Paul Markham. Mm-hmm. You know, there's it, quite a few of them coming over now. Yeah. You know, Sam Lyon, David Turner. I don't know if you know them. They were the new Stormtroopers, were they? Yeah. Excellent. They were the new Stormtroopers, yeah. yeah. And I um, don't know if you know this, but um, they were banned for having any photographs up on the... Uh, yeah, they had contract. Yeah, but that's why they haven't got many photographs at all. Yeah. I mean, when I first met them, this was like a Romilly, just after yeah. the film had come out, they had nothing. Just the picture of a space oh spacecraft, goodness. and that was it. But people yeah. were buying. So, I mean, uh, I saw that Sandy Mohan has now got a, a picture uh, of uh, one of the First Order Stormtroopers uh, while they were on the transport, the troop transport. Um, and he's the shorter yeah. one. And... I, I was led to believe that the shorter one was actually John Boyega. So, yeah, yeah that was... Uh, we named the really... short ass. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Rogue One's supposed to be coming out in December, isn't it? That's it, 16th. Yeah. So um, I said to him, well, if we can bring it out early December, it will probably, you know, get people to think, oh, yeah, it's coming out. So, we'll, you know, mm. get some toys or books and etc. So... Well, um, David Lindbergh. David Lindbergh. Again, mm. I know the name. Oh, he's got one of these. <laughs> he's got a stall, but he has such exclusive stuff. He has fantastic gear. Oh. Yeah. He's coming down. Great. Yeah. So, uh, um, should yeah. be a good day, hopefully. Well, I'm I'm going to go down there with my son. Uh, so we'll we'll see you on sure. the day. Sure. <laughs> Definitely. Um, because we've got another one just organising for next year as well. Oh, yeah, uh, same place. 15th of July, 2017, okay. at the Brookside Theatre. Robert Station is Eastern Road, just down on the left. Oh, right. It's about 50 metres from the station. Oh, right, okay, brilliant. Lovely big car park at the back. Mm-hmm. And we've got everything there we need. Great stuff. That's it, got the screen, we've got the sound system, we've got everything we need for that one. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. That's really good because there's there's always kind of ones in London, ones up north, and I can never pick in any of the uh, local ones. So um, yeah, in all of those, that's amazing. <laughs> um, Rick Stanley and I used to organise the Ron for Essex okay. one, and um, the hall we use starting to get too right. expensive. We're talking about sort of five hundred pounds now. The money you get back in if you take all your cash out, it doesn't go to right, the charities. I said to Rick, well, let's have a look around for some halls just to see if they would like to um, put a Star Wars charity on and, uh, you know, they can organise it or will organise the, the, the characters yeah. and that and also organise the rest and keep the money for themselves. Uh, the one in December is for Haven in Mind. The one in uh, July next year is for the theatre. Oh, right, excellent. Because that's a charity, that theatre. 
Yeah, it's fantastic yeah. little place. At the show, you had the um, the medals there, um, and you said something about yes. you had the license for them. No, it wasn't me. It was a guy who makes ah, okay. them. Okay. to make right. them. Right. Okay. So he makes all the medals mm-hmm. for me, and excuse me, and I, I put them together. I put the ribbons on, on, put them in, you know, frames and stuff like that. And I just sell them out. I mean, I've sold so many all over the world. I'm a couple of weeks back, I sold a couple over to oh, Russia yeah. and then China. America, oh, yeah, definitely. I bet they do. Yeah, wow. Japan, but uh, oh, okay. they're not made of a resin. The actual size and actual colour of the one that oh, I carry. Excellent. Um, and have you got one yourself then still? Is one hanging on your wall? or? I've got them all here in oh, my okay. case. I don't hang them yeah. around at all. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I want one to take it out of the bag. Yeah, yeah. Oh, brilliant. That's great. <laughs> on Monday, um, there were the coins, so I'm taking the photograph. Oh, you see no, him in the corner? No, photographer. Anyway, his dad came over to me and uh, he said to me, if you want to go and have some lunch, he said, I'll sit here. It's okay. Anyway, I came back and um, one of his, um, his, I think it was his son-in-law, came up with his little boy. And, um, the dad said to me, um, he's just getting over cancer. I said, oh, he said, can I have one of your medals? I said, of course you can. I said, take the photograph as well. I signed it for him. The kid put the medal on round oh. his neck and... We have stuff taken oh, as well. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. You know, see that with a big smile on his face now. That's great. Yeah. Oh, nice one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually looking to build a, uh, something else a bit more flashy to go up oh, on really? eBay. Nice. Well, like a, uh, a display box mm. or? Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Put them in a nice box yeah. and that. We've got them in the, in the frames because you've got in the frame, you've got a medal and a photograph mm. and the autograph bottom and the smaller one is just um, a medal in a frame with the autograph at the bottom and then obviously got the presentation medal yeah. then. And how much are they sorry? The um, presentation medals are 15 then the small uh, small frame is 20 then the large frame are 25. Brilliant. That's really good. Mm. That's really good. I mean, when you think about um, all of these other props uh, that people are, you know, creating and selling, I mean, that's like really, really good, good price. Well, the way I look at it is that um, if you yourself, yeah. you don't sell them. Yeah, I've said that. <laughs> you know, keep them down to a minimum. I earn a couple of quid yeah. out of it, so I'm happy with that. As long as people are happy buying them. Yeah. So there we go with them. I've got a new lot coming in quite okay. soon. Have you got anything else lined up for the future at all? Any other uh, any other roles? Uh, not not wise at the moment. I've got another ten conventions to do before the end of the year. Yeah. yeah. Um, this weekend coming, actually, we're in Colchester. Yeah. That's a good if the weather's fine because we're out in the street. Wow. It's, it's like a big town show, but instead of doing it as we're doing Havering, this one roams the whole oh, town, wow. in Colchester. Very good. And, Week after that, where am I going then? Oh, I'm up to Barnsley and then Bromley. Where else are we going? Um, Gloucester, Lincoln. Wow. So do you do you go abroad at all now, or do you go abroad Sorry? now to to any conventions at all, or? Yeah, of um, where was it? France and Germany and Holland and Denmark. Denmark was a lovely mm. place. We went to a place called Randers, okay. and um, just there there's um, a big cinema. And uh, it was just uh, myself and Femi Taylor. Femi Taylor, Ula? Yeah. Yeah, as I say, I've got um, Miami. I've got uh, Ohio. That's another Mm. Doctor Who. Um, Obviously, I've got another six over here to do as well. So I've got eight booked for next year already. 
been amazing. Thanks very much, Nick. That's a pleasure, mate. And uh, hope to see you sometime. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm definitely coming down in uh, December. So um, I'll definitely see you at the YMCA. Yeah. May the force be with you, Nick. And to you too. Take care. Cheers. Mind tricks don't work on me. Only money. No money, no parts, no deal. Okay, so this month, I've not had loads of time uh, for toy runs this month, um, so I can only let you know about Toys R Us, uh, which is one that I did manage to do, uh, and you can catch some pictures on my Twitter feed, at scavengeruk, and I've posted onto the uh, Galaxy of Toys uh, Network's Facebook. Um, so it seems they are actually clearing the shelves uh, of the earlier waves of figures, uh, as well as the Infinity. Um, figures as well uh, since Disney voiced the closure of the release of those uh, further figures. Um, one of the best finds um, was that of the Kylo Ren Ultimate Effects lightsaber uh, that was previously $69.99 and is now actually going for an amazing $39.99 so do get over to the store quick sharp as i already tweeted about this um so they may be gone already um although i did look online recently and there were still some available for delivery um also um not really sales but obviously with reference to everything that's going on with rogue one and hashtag go rogue um it's currently the 3rd of September at the moment, um, but obviously on the 30th of September um, there will be uh, fully stacked on the shelves lots of different toy stores obviously around the UK. Um, there's that Force Friday or Go Rogue Friday um, which uh, Hasbro is going to release all of the toys uh, onto the shelves. Uh, and in the meantime it does seem from about the 2nd and the 3rd of September uh, we've all been able to preview or rather pre-order lots of different toys. Um, now the good thing about this is that it does include uh, some amazing toys like the uh, new BB-8 and the Force Band. So this is like a, a watch that sits on your arm. Um, that on its own will be around $69.99. Um, so do pre-order that ASAP because those are going to go really really quick. Um, so yeah, do have a look at those. Um, also a few other things to mention. Um, a lot of um, because of obviously go rogue and everything else uh, a lot of the old store Star Wars lines are going for as much as 50% off so check out your Toys R Us your Argos uh, the entertainer also Amazon as well always check Amazon and compare everything across all four of those because uh, I'm sure you're gonna get some really good deals in between all of those so uh, good luck with your uh, scavenges uh, do let me know hashtag scavenger UK podcast uh, if you do have some that you tweet about on Twitter and then I'll be able to view those as well anything else hi this is Neil and Rachel from Eurosabers you're listening to the scavenger UK podcast yeah, so the Eurosabers campaign is now well underway on Indiegogo and uh, there's been some pledges out there but not enough at the moment. So please head on over to Indiegogo and pledge as much as you can afford uh, to this amazing startup. Ever since the beginning I've been in contact with their owner, Neil. Um, and Rachel of course um, and he's been sharing lots of amazing configurations with me uh, he's also teased about uh, powder coatings and also sample photos of the amazing parts that they'll have on offer and um, he's also got some very secret 
um, ones which are in the pipelines as well. Um, furthermore, there is also a competition which offers a lightsaber made up of Eurosaber's parts, signed by Darth Vader himself, Dave Prowse. Now, the entrance to their competition is actually based on any amount of a pledge, so you can actually pledge literally anything and be in to the competition to possibly win this amazing prize. Um, so do get on to uh, Indiegogo, search for Eurosabers. They are on Facebook if you do need uh, more information about them. They're also on Twitter, at Eurosabers, um, on Twitter there as well. You'll find me uh, talking about them all the time because I really want them to succeed. We really do need um, a parts uh, modulation, sorry, a modular parts system in the UK and these are really unique um, it would be great if the UK could have someone like uh, Eurosabers to really kind of set the standard in the UK so that's Eurosabers go off and pledge for them right now well that's it again for this month um, I'm elated due to the amount of times that you lot are downloading and viewing the episodes that I'm putting up um, I must be doing something right at least um, as always feel free to follow me on Twitter at scavenger UK share on Facebook uh, via the galaxy of toys pages don't forget to subscribe to the network and also download the shows like this one of course uh, Toy Run, Collecting Cosmos and of course the main Galaxy of Toys show. Um, please if you can also leave some nice review on iTunes that would also be absolutely amazing many thanks again, have a great month and I'll be back with you the end of September to October. May the force be with you. Laters Damn it, forgot to put in the magazine reviews. Uh, check out my blog at www.daswirlycool.blogspot.co.uk. What else is in here? It's uh, there's the, the uh, DN. Oh, hang on.